Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the world. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, episode number 601. And today I'm going to give you a peek behind the curtains. Some of the real, transparent, extremely authentic, real life, what is it like as an online business entrepreneur, somebody who is attempting to make a profitable living doing the work they feel most called to do in this world? And of course, you know that's who I am and what I'm all about. And you know, you might think, well, gosh, it just seems like these people who have these online businesses, they make all the right decisions. Everything they do, just it's like they're they've got the Midas touch. Everything they touch turns to gold. Everything works out perfect. They must all have these huge, gigantic numbers of subscribers. They've all got hundreds of thousands of people subscribed to their podcast. These these successful online entrepreneurs, they have hundreds of thousands of people on their mailing lists and they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars per month and just everything is all hunky-dory all of the time, right? Well, here's the thing. If you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you know that I'm an extremely transparent and extremely authentic person and I bring the real life stuff to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. You know, I bring the good, but I have no qualms about sharing with you about how awesome my life is today compared to what it was 12 years ago when I was in a soul-sucking career as an insurance agent going down the path of getting ready to take over the family business, owning a business that quite frankly didn't do anything for my excitement to get out of bed at you know first thing in the morning. And, and I'm so glad that I jumped off of that train and, and said, listen, there's got to be another journey in life, one that leads to fulfillment and purpose and meaningfulness. And you've heard my story over and over again, if, well, unless you're just now tuning in for the first time, which, welcome, by the way. But many of you have heard my story over and over again, and I'm not going to touch on it here. But here's what I will say is that I've, you know, my early story was, it was, it was touch and go for the first year and a half and things started to really pick up steam and got really amazing until, gosh, what was it? September, 2017. when I said, finally, enough is enough. It's like, listen, a decade of being known as the podcast answer man is about as much as I think I want to do. I'm ready to make a transition. I want to reinvent myself again. I want to become known and I didn't know the I didn't have the language at the time. I didn't actually know I was going from podcast answer man to mindset answer man. But I knew I wanted to do more business mentoring, life coaching, and motivational speaking. And over the transition of that, I figured out, hey, mindset answer man, I like that. So I adopted that as my my new title. And I've been living into it. And it has been an amazing journey. It's not all been sunshine and roses. It's been the most fulfilling work I've done yet. There has definitely been some extreme financial wins. 
And quite frankly, there's been some extreme financial setbacks. And here's the interesting thing. If you guys have been listening for a long time now, and I'm going to see if I can figure this out. If I'm going to go over to this thing called Patreon, because a 64 episodes ago, I started something new. So it looks like it was November of last year, November 2018, I started a brand new podcast on Patreon called The Audio Journal. And the thing is, is that what I realize is that I do talk about myself and my own journey a great deal. And there had been a number of people who are like fascinated. It's like, Cliff, I'll listen to you talk about anything. And I'm always encouraged and inspired and I learn new things when you share what you're experiencing in your personal life, your professional life, in all areas of your life. I just love hearing what's going on and how you process it, the way you think, your mindset. Man, that's what I find really fascinating about your content. I'm really digging it. In fact, I wanna share with you an email that came in, I'm, I'm getting ready to do a mentoring session one-on-one with a, a great woman from Australia who recently reached out to me and says, Cliff, I, I, I desperately want to work with you, but I don't know which of your services to use. And we're going to do a one-on-one mentoring session that she paid for for this afternoon. But I want to find her email here real quickly, and I want to read to you her PS. And it just it brought great joy to my heart. She says, P.S., my podcast listening attention span is usually 15 to 20 minutes. However, I listen to your episodes in full, all of them. I find your style and reiteration of the key points really helpful. Man, and, and I get that feedback, and I love that. I hear that from some folks. and But there are some folks who, quite frankly, they're looking for more of that actionable pre-designed content, and I try to find that balance here in the Cliff Ravenscraft show. And also, the fact is, is that I have a desire to create lots of content. I mean, that's who I am. I was put on this earth to create content. I can tell you that. I've always been that guy. When I was 13 years old, I had a CB base station radio, Citizens Band Radio. I would broadcast my own illegal radio show across the river. I live in northern Kentucky, and across the river is this place called Price Hill. And there was all these people in Price Hill across the river that had CBs, and I would communicate to them. And on Tuesday nights for one hour, I would host a radio show, and I would hold down the transmit button on my microphone, and I would just act like I had a radio show, and I would I would then take in caller feedback by letting up the transmit button and letting them chime in. Uh, it was absolutely illegal to do that, but <laughs> I did it. And it just continued on from there. Gosh, I remember, I think it was 1996, I taught myself how to do HTML coding and created my first, uh, what we called them web journals at the time. They eventually became blogs. I created my email newsletter back before there was any services for email newsletters. And and, and I just always have been a content creator. And of course, oh, well, you guys know, most of you, many of you know the story of how, what happened to my life when I discovered the fact that I could actually create content with my voice through a podcast. And the thing is, is that, man, I want to create more than just one episode a week. But I know for a fact that a majority of the people out there, they, they are overwhelmed when they subscribe to a podcast that sends out more than one episode per week. 
So back in November of last year, I had this, I was like, I want to create more content. I want to tell you, I want to get, I want to get even more real. I want to get even more authentic. I want to be more transparent. I want to tell you some of my deepest, darkest inner thoughts that, that quite frankly, I don't know that I just want anybody to have access to, but man, if you're willing to, to invest even at $10 per month, I'll share with you some stuff that I would probably usually only share with some of my closest friends. And just a heads up, if you sign up for this this new podcast called The Audio Journal that I'm gonna put out, it's $10 per month to have access. I'm using Patreon to do it. But I'm gonna tell you this, just know I'm going to send you a lot of content. There, may, You'll get a minimum of one episode per week. I, I, I do know that. I'm committed to giving you a minimum of one episode per week, but just know that I may give you a, a significantly higher number of episodes than one per week. And there was one time last month, I think it was, in May of 2019 here, that I actually recorded and published four episodes in one day. Now, they were four different topics, and that's why I did that, and any of those episodes that are of no interest to you, you could always just say, oh, yep, that one's not for me, and just skip it and move on to the next one, and of course, there are people who are loving it. It's like, listen, man, it, it took me it took me a little, bo- a little bit of time to get caught up last, you know, because you put out a total of four that one day, and there was three other episodes that week for a total of seven episodes last week. Took me some time to get caught up, but I listened to it all and I loved it. And th- and see, the thing is, is it's for those people. The audio journal really is for those people. It, here's what I wanna tell you. I'm getting ready to share with you an example of what people get from the audio journal. But before I do, I want you to know that I'm also wanting to promote this for a lot of you out there who listen to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. You've been following my content for years. And I I really wanna make a, a, a pitch for why I think you should subscribe to the audio journal. My, my $10 a month audio journal podcast. And I know it's, I'm sitting here thinking, it's crazy for me to be bringing this up. Why am I sitting here taking an entire one episode per week opportunity to to market something, to market my $10 a month product? Shouldn't I be marketing free the dream conference right now? Shouldn't I be marketing some other things right now? I mean, this is crazy. Why am I Is it an appropriate use of my time, effort, and energy and this amazing opportunity in the Cliff Ravenscraft show to market a $10 a month product when I have so many other things that are necessary for me to be able to to achieve financially the things that I must achieve this year (laughs) and even this month, which you're going to hear in this episode of the Audio Journal. But... Be that what it may, I just recorded episode 64 of the audio journal. And after I stopped, I was about ready to just go ahead and upload it as episode 64 of the audio journal, which by the way, it's going to go there. But I'm gonna I'm gonna record a little intro to episode 64 for the audio journal subscribers and say, hey, just so you guys know, I made a decision after I recorded this to make this episode 601 of the Cliff Ravenscraft show to market the audio journal, and so that way they'll they'll be aware of the fact that they're gonna hear this content twice. But if they want, they can listen to the Cliff Ravenscraft show to hear all of my opening content leading up to it if they want. But anyway. This is this episode 64 is a perfect example of the extra value people are getting. But before I do, I, some of you may not yet be convinced and 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 
I, I just want to tell you, what is the sales page content? What is it that I express as the value of the audio journal? And how do I describe it on Patreon? Just in case you haven't yet gone there yet. Which you can at MindsetAnswerMan.com slash audio journal. MindsetAnswerMan.com slash audio journal. Or you can go to Patreon.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. But if you go to MindsetAnswerMan.com slash audio journal, it'll just forward you to the Patreon page. Or you can, if you are already a Patreon subscriber already to somebody else's stuff, just search for Cliff Ravenscraft. You'll find me. But here's what it says on the page. There's a picture of me with two thumbs up, just, you know, authentically me. I'm happy as, as I'll get out in the photo. Go check it out. And it says, what is the audio journal? And this has changed over the years, but it, it, here's what it is. Quite simply, it is bonus content. And the words bonus content are in all caps. If you like behind the scenes style content, this is where to find it. In this podcast, I share not only the decisions I make, but the mindset and thought process that goes into those decisions. More importantly, I also authentically and transparently share the results of these decisions, both good and bad. (laughs) That's it. It's bonus content, and you get the real, true, honest story. And the reality is, is I, I had always included that stuff in the Cliff Ravenscraft show. You know, but the thing is, is that there are a lot of people who are just not into that. And some of that content, it's just not the best first impression for somebody who's just checking out the Cliff Ravenscraft show. They just heard about the show and then they're tuning in and Cliff's sharing his deepest, darkest secrets. And they're like, man, who is this guy and why should I care about all of this stuff? And so that's why the audio journal is for the folks who who get it and and they do care, right? And so, um, by the way, $10 a month to have access to a podcast. I've The, the number one piece of feedback is like, man, that's kind of pricey, right? So the next thing I write on this landing page to describe the audio journal, and it says this in bold print. It says, think $10 a month is pricey for a podcast, question mark? And then I just share two written testimonials that came in via email. One is from Edward, who says, I was one of the people who reached out and encouraged you to start the audio journal. At first, I balked when I saw that $10 a month cost, but I decided to give it a try. I am not disappointed so far. Still catching up at December 24th, 2018. So Edward said, he he waited a while. I mean, he's one of the guys who can, he says, Cliff, do the audio journal, create that thing. I think it's awesome. And then when he saw I charge $10 a month, he waited a long time to sign up. But uh, but man, he, he he's going through and he's listening to episode after episode. He's not skipping anything. And that's a testament to the content, really. I really do believe it is. It's extremely valuable stuff if you really like the content that I produce and you resonate with my voice and my message in this world. You will love the audio journal. Now, Eric Wagter is somebody who is relatively new to my community. He signed up for the Audio Journal, and this is what he wrote recently. He says, hey, Cliff, I just wanted to share with you that your episode in which you talk about how to generate some extra cash flow by offering your online course inspired me to do the same. After listening and hearing how you were going to generate the additional cash flow, I asked myself how I could do the same and generate some extra income. 
in our active music membership business, I normally don't offer a lifetime membership, but I decided to offer a lifetime membership to a limited number of people, and within two days, I generated $1,525. I just wanted to encourage everyone to join the audio journal because as well as listening to the behind the scenes stuff, every so often you share a golden nugget, which for me turned into an an additional $1,525. Just want to say thanks for the inspiration. And then at the end of that, I said, I'm 100% confident that you'll find 10X, 100X, or even 1,000 times the value for your $10 a month investment. The content that I share in this podcast is the same type of information that people pay thousands of dollars for in my paid mastermind groups or through my one-on-one mentoring. Subscribe today and you'll instantly receive instructions on how you can access the audio journal in your favorite podcasting app of choice. So there you go, my friends, the the audio journal. Now, here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play for you episode 64 of the audio journal. And it's an update to something that I had shared previously. And I think in context, it will all make sense. And it's just a, just a hint at what's in the audio journal. And after I play this, which for me, I'm going to insert the recording of episode 64 in post, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna share with you some of the other things you can get in the audio journal. But before I do that, here is an example. Just just one tiny little hint at what you get as an audio journal subscriber. What is up, everybody? Cliff Ravenscraft here with another episode of the audio journal. I have lots of different things that I could tell you about when it comes to what's been going on behind the scenes business-wise. All right, so I left off a little while ago, a couple days ago, with, um, what was it? I, I told you about something that, you know, Stephanie and I were talking about the fact that, man, we really needed to generate uh, a bit of extra income during the month of May, and I came up with a list of things that we could have done to pursue that. Now, the great news is that all the things that I did do ended up to the place where, guess what? We were able to, uh, as we always do, we <laughs> there's this affirmation, you always get the things that you must have in life. You, you're always going to have plenty of money th- for the things that you truly desire. And one of the things, uh, again, is that you will always do whatever it takes to remain consistent with who you believe you are. Now, when Stephanie and I have an identity that says we always pay our bills on time, we must make this much money for us to be able to remain responsible and in integrity with what we believe and how we feel that we need to interact with the world. There there are some standards, if you will, that must be met. And as a result of that, there there's never been a time when where we weren't able to make ends meet. We we've been debt-free since February 2007 and we've remained debt-free since February 2007. It's just not been an issue for us to ever go back into debt because we changed our identity. We changed our belief about debt and we have so many neuro associations to what it would mean to go back into debt. And and it's just, we've changed our beliefs about income, how much money we're able to charge for the things that we do. I mean, it's it's been a journey. It's been a process. This, did, this didn't all happen over the night, overnight. 
but uh, certainly it's, it's been a valuable journey for us. And I know that we'll never have to go back to that. All right. So what I want to tell you is that, oh gosh, what was I going to say? First thing is if you're interested in hearing just some of how bad things used to be for us, I have put out a couple vlog episodes recently. By the way, all of this can be found at youtube.com slash cliff, E-O-T-C. That stands for encouraging others through Christ or encouraging others through content if you're not really into the whole Jesus thing. If you've known me long, well, if you're subscribed to the audio journal, you know I never beat anybody over the head with my faith. So anyway, what is a belief was vlog episode number 264. It was under 10 minutes, and it was just to define and clarify for people that a, a belief is nothing more than a thought. Well, okay, it's a little bit more than just a thought. It's a thought that you feel certain is true. Doesn't necessarily make it true. Doesn't make it a fact. But this is what a belief is. And and I I just randomly created that on the fly. I'm like, I want to create a video. What do I want to do? Let's do what is a belief. And I literally put no more into it than that. I, I wrote a couple of things on the whiteboard and then I just winged it. And it came out pretty good, except for the fact that I wasn't so crazy about the example that I used because I used a belief about money from the Bible and it wasn't supposed to be a biblical teaching helping people to try to, I wasn't trying to persuade people to change their beliefs about money and what the Bible says about money. The whole purpose of that video was nothing more than to simply say this is what a belief is. All right. However, because I opened up that can of worms, one person says, Cliff, okay, you, you've, you've gone to the dark side. You, it's clear that you've denied the faith. You're, you're denying the truth of Jesus or the truth of Christ. There's a, you could go read the comment for yourself. I'm probably just slightly exaggerating it. But anyway, I'm like, okay. So I, 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 I sat on that overnight and then I was at the gym and I'm like, you know what? I want to create another video. And the, it's vlog 265 titled denying the truth question mark <laughs> denying the truth so i i went back in and i explained that hey yesterday i wasn't trying to teach you a biblical lesson of any by any stretch of the imagination i was just trying to teach you what a belief is and then i actually gave a better example you know if i would have thought about it a little bit more here's a better example of 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 a fact versus belief the fact is that and i can't remember the statistic off the top of my head right now but i think it's something like 80% of those who set new year's resolutions have given up on their resolutions by the second week end of the second week in february all right so that's a fact that's research all right that's information that that has been well documented however the belief is New Year's resolutions don't work, all right? And, and if you have that belief, you feel certain that that thought is true, then you will look at this research and say, see, 80%, see, they don't work. But if, what if you had a belief, an alternative belief, that New Year's resolutions do work? If you firmly, if that's a different thought, and if you feel certain that that's true, like I do, then you will look at that that research and you see that it says that 80% of those who create new year's resolutions give up within the by the end of the second week in february and you say well see that proves that new year's resolutions work and you're like what yeah 20% of those who create new year's resolutions create change that lasts beyond the first 6 weeks of the year these are and and if they and if you were to I would imagine New Year's resolutions. These are things that people have just set aside and said. Listen, in the new year, I want to change this about my life. I want to I want to create different 
routines in my life, different habits. I want to break an old habit. I want to create new behavior that will help me get closer to where I'm supposed to be in life or what I want out of life. And so if 20% of the people who do it, do it and it works beyond the first six weeks, then then that proves that setting a New Year's resolution, it does work. Now, it may not work for everyone, but the thing is, is it does work for 20% of the people at least for six weeks, and I wanna know what those 20% are doing different than the other 80%, but the thing is, is it, the thought that it is a thought that uh, it, it's nothing more than a thought that New Year's resolutions don't work, and, and, and another equal thought is New Year's resolutions do work. The question is, which one do you feel certain is true? All right, and whichever one of those thoughts you feel certain is true is your belief about New Year's resolutions, and I am a firm believer that New Year's resolutions work. Now, I am also a firm believer that New Month's resolutions work. I'm a firm believer that New Week's resolutions work, and New Day resolutions work, and New Hour resolutions work. And I'm not a huge fan of just waiting for the the beginning of a new year to make change in your life. I'm not a huge fan of waiting until the first of the next month. I'm not a huge fan of waiting till Monday to get started. If you've decided to do something, start right now. Create a new second resolution. <laughs> anyway, but in vlog 265, I give that better example, but then I I went into, I'm like, hey, I opened up the can of worms about money in the Bible, so let me tell you how I feel about the Bible and its money thoughts, all right? And so, yeah, if you weren't interested in that, it's a 16-minute video. It's vlog number 265. I'm getting a robo call here on my phone, which I'm going to ignore, and now I'm going to mute my phone because I don't need to be interrupted while recording an audio journal for you guys. But anyway, that's a 16-minute video, vlog episode number 265. Then vlog episode number 266 is a 31-minute video, actually almost 32 minutes. It's called Drowning in Debt, and I talk about just how bad our debt, our money situation was. And if you want to hear just a brief overview about, you know, beliefs and how my beliefs have shifted about money and debt, and as a result of that, we did become debt-free relatively quickly. I mean, it, it took us over a decade to get into the amount of debt that we had. It took us about three to four years to completely eliminate it. And we've never been back in debt. Now, just full disclosure, I will say that we still have a mortgage on our home, but we do not have any debt outside of our mortgage on our home. And the the whole purpose of going into all of that, by the way, I'm creating vlog content again. I'm not putting the audio of all of that into the audio journal, which I thought I might do. If you want just the best of the best of the vlog content, then make sure that you're on my email newsletter. Uh, just go to cliffravenscraft.com and sign up for the free, the dream free access. If you haven't done so already, you'll automatically be added to the weekly newsletter that I put out, which is the highlights of the best of the vlog content that I put out. So there's lots of ways that you can get that content. But anyway, I share all of that to say that if you want to hear about how we got out of debt and and the, the some of the beliefs that we had about money that caused us to be in debt and and, and by just changing those beliefs, it, we've, 
We'll never go back. That's in vlog 266. But here's the thing. So that's why you hear Stephanie and I a couple episodes back. Hey, we need to come up with some ideas to, to generate some extra income. And then boom, I implement some of this. Now, one of the things that I implemented and, and you may remember this, was I had this building an online business workshop, this online course, and it's just been sitting there. I created it for, gosh, it goes way back into a, the archives here of the audio journal, but I created it for somebody who reached out to me, and I, and I, I made it for them. I had already recorded these sessions from one of the live workshops that I did, this guy says, I can't come, but man, I'd love an online version. I said, well, I've got these things, and if you pay this $19.99, I will create this just for you, right? And so he says, okay. And of course, he he paid that. I, I went through the work. I created it within two weeks, and, and I gave him my deliverables, you know, just as I promised. And this has been sitting there for a long time. It's just something that I haven't thought to market. I've been focused on so many other things, and so I, I hadn't marketed it. And then in a previous episode, I shared with you that I sent out an email to those who, or actually, I sent the email to everyone on my mailing list. And real quickly, it was titled, Are You Doing the Work That You Love Most? And I think I already may have even read you the email, but it was... You know, it, it was it was a carefully crafted email, and I sent it to everyone, knowing that that's a little risky. And I'm going to share with you some real life numbers here. All right, because a lot of you think you have to have a massive email list and all this other stuff, and it certainly wouldn't hurt to have a massive email list. And I should probably do some things to to increase my mailing list, and that you will see some things coming up very soon. But let me just tell you who how many people are on my mailing list as of today, and it may shock some of you. I have 4,525 total subscribers today. That's how many people are on my mailing list. Not a lot, but it's a very good list. I like it. Now, I didn't get great results from this email that I sent out, though. So that email went to 4,546 recipients at the time. So obviously, there's um, you know discrepancy there because some people have joined the list since then. And some people have unsubscribed from that particular email. So of the 4,546 people on my list, 15.8% of them opened it. Now, it could be that a couple more people opened it, but they've got you know pixel tracking turned off or something like that. But approx- I can tell you, I know for a fact, at least 15.8% of the people who opened or who received that email opened it. 1.1% of the people clicked on anything, all right, uh, which is a total of 55 clicks altogether. 17 people got that email and they unsubscribed right after either opening the email or or um, or reading the email, but 17 people on my list said, I'm done, I don't need this, whatever. And I've shared my thoughts and, and feelings about email unsubscribes. Those don't concern me at all like they used to. I apply that formula. What are you focused on? Well, sometimes I can focus on the fact that 17 people unsubscribed. The next question, the next vital question you're asking yourself all the time after your what am I focused on, the next one is what does this mean? Well, it could be, oh my gosh, these people hate me, they no longer want me. That that's that's one thing you can those are thoughts and and you can turn them into beliefs by feeling certain that and 17 people now hate you and you've offended them and they think you're a, a creepy salesperson and that you know they 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 they're leaving your community, unsubscribing from your podcast and they're done with you. 
that's one thing you can think, and if you want to, you can think about it enough until you feel certain it's true. But here's what I can tell you. Of those 17 people, by the way, I can actually click on here if I want, and I can see the 17 people that unsubscribe, like Chris Paul Goodridge and a guy named Elver, Elmer, oh my gosh, Hugh Culver, uh, gosh, he's been in my community forever, and and Hugh Culver is unsubscribed, and I see Tony Winyard, and I, I see all these names of these people, and some of these, it's like, oh my gosh, these people unsubscribed from my list, I, I could feel really bad about that, so that's one option, what, what do I... How, what do I think about the 17 people? Man, was it a mistake to send that out to everyone? Maybe it would have been a better idea to only send that to people who I knew were interested. All right, Man, oh gosh, I can't believe Hugh Culver has left me. Now, the thing is, I know Hugh. Hugh was a student through my podcasting A to Z course. He's been a member of my community. And here's what I can tell you right now. Hugh Culver definitely unsubscribed from my mailing list. He will not receive any future emails from me whatsoever and get this, until he decides to resubscribe at some point in the future, which he may or may not do. But just because Hugh Culver and 16 other other people unsubscribe from that email does not mean that these people are fed up with me, that they're annoyed by me. Do you? Here's the thing. Uh, my friend Ray Edwards, he's my closest personal friend on this planet. And I subscribe and unsubscribe to his email list on average, one to three times a year. <laughs> the reality is my friend Ray sends me way too many emails. You know, he sends out so many emails. And and, and I love Ray, but for me, the the I, the way that I treat my email and, and the t- number of emails that I get in, I just, I just don't like being bombarded with that many emails. And he does a lot of promotions throughout the year. Now, the thing is, is, do I find that annoying? Not necessarily. It's just more than I, I it, it's more than my tolerance level. And my tolerance for the number of emails and the type of emails I get change sometimes from time to time, depending on seasons of my life. And that and then of course I sometimes he'll he'll offer something and and I'm like, hey, I want to go see how he's communicating that. And I'll resubscribe to his list and 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 then you know I'll stay subscribed until he's probably under another big, huge promotion, and I see a bunch of emails, like nine emails coming in with three days, and I'm like, okay, unsubscribe. That doesn't mean that I feel any less connected to Ray and his content. It doesn't mean I'm unsubscribing from his podcast or any of those other things. It just, it's just, I, I, it, this exceeded my current level of tolerance for email communication, and I'm, I'm downsizing the number of emails that hit my inbox, and I can easily subtract that by your email by hitting the unsubscribe. And that's what Hugh Culver and a bunch of, and 16 other people did when they got that email marketing, building an online business course, all right? Now, with that, here's what I will tell you. 55 people clicked on that email. And I did something that technically isn't the greatest thing to do. In that email, there were three different links you could click. One was the link to check out the uh, to buy the building an online business course for $500. That was option number one. A second option for you to click was the nextlevelworkshop.info website. This is where you could actually click to learn more about this product, you know, and, and what it is. And I think that was a good to put in there, but I also put a link to free the train conference somewhere in there for some reason. But it's all good. Uh, here's what I can tell you of the of all of the people who opened the email. It, these are very small numbers, but hey, you never know. So 14 people who opened that email 
clicked on freethedreamconference.com. None of them purchased a conference ticket right away. But here's what I know about the, I, I can click to find out exactly who those 14 people are. And and the chances are that probably four, five, or six of those people who clicked on that conference link to the sales page for the Free, Free the Dream conference, that's one of the six or seven or eight touches it's going to take before they actually make the decision to purchase. So I know just from statistics and how things work and marketing and all my years of sales experience of the 14 people who clicked on Free the Dream Conference but did not buy a ticket, I know for a fact at least, at least four or five of those people will eventually buy a ticket and come to Free the Dream. All right, I just know that. Now, 18 of the people who opened this email clicked on nextlevelworkshop.info. And that those are people who wanted to see, well, what is this building an online business workshop? They wanted to read and hear what it's all about, what's included in it. And then 23 of the people who opened this email clicked on the link to the checkout page. It's, it's just a quick checkout page, no big, huge sales pitch on it or any sales page, sales copy. It's just the checkout page for $500. You can get this right now. Click here to buy. Now, I followed up not too short, long after sending that email, and within 90 minutes, Jason Arnold, an audio journal subscriber here, also a member of the Next Level Mastermind, he purchased it instantly. He's like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this. And so he he jumped right on it. And get this, one other person purchased it that weekend. Now, it was a holiday weekend. Maybe that's why many people, it was Memorial Day weekend. Maybe that's why I didn't get more engagement. Maybe people were on vacation, stuff like that. And so you could look at these numbers and say, man, you only made two sales? Um, and and that's 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 what I could be focused on and, that, and I could assign all sorts of meanings. And I'm like, well, maybe it was Memorial Day. Maybe this isn't the product that people are looking for right now. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm not going to automatically assume the worst and I'm not going to see this as a failure. One thing I will tell you is that the result of this one action in May of 2019, I had $1,000 more as a result of sending this email than had I not sent the email. I had $1,000 more in my bank account simply by sending one email to my list. And I see that as a huge win. I mean, wouldn't you like to be able to receive $1,000 just for crafting an email and sending it out. Now, the thing is, is I could have left that and just said it, and of course, and and just left it for what it is. And I have done that until today. And I'm like, hey, it's, I'm looking at June, and I'm looking at some things that are going on financially in our business today, and and we, we're at a place where we still, when it, we look at the recurring revenue that comes in from mastermind memberships, there's still a deficit between what it takes for us to meet our standard of how much money we must generate in the month of June. And so I'm going back into the drawing board for June. I'm saying, what are the things that I can do this month to generate uh, more recurring revenue, but also one-off revenue? And I'm like, hey, I haven't followed up with any of those people who clicked the link. So 23 people clicked the link to the sales page, to the checkout page for the building an online business online version, the online course version. All right, two of those people purchased. So what I just did is I sent a video. I created a quick video using my BombBomb account. Matter of fact, I think it's, let me give you my affiliate link for BombBomb. It's mindsetanswerman.com slash B-O-M-B 
B-O-M-B. There's a lot of tools out there and even free tools like I think loom.us or just loom. Look up loom video email. Loom is free. I use BombBomb for a couple reasons. One, BombBomb lets me have these animated GIFs that that really attract people's attention when when they receive these in their email inbox. And it's got a bunch of other features and functionality I like. I am a huge fan. I've been a subscriber to BombBomb video email messaging for a very long time. It's like 500 bucks a year, and it's so worth it. So anyway... I, I recorded on my, I used my Canon EOS M50 camera, super high quality video. And what I'm gonna do is I'm going to play for this. Now that I was using just the shotgun microphone, so it's not perfect audio quality, but here's the message I just sent only to those who clicked on the link to the checkout page for building an online business course for $500, this special offer. But it, so it's only going to a small number of people who clicked the link but didn't buy. And here's the video message that they're receiving, that they just received just a few moments ago. Here's what it says. Hey, Cliff Ravenscraft here, and you might be wondering, why am I sending you this message? Well, if you're receiving this email that sent you to this video, it means that you are one of a few people who recently clicked on a link to a special offer I made for the Building an Online Business online course version of this workshop that I teach on how to build a profitable and responsible online business doing the work that you most love to do. Now, here's the thing. I know that I sent the original email out to everybody on my mailing list, and some of you were just curious just to see what was on that the other side of clicking that link, right? And if that's the case and you're just not the target audience for somebody who's looking to build an online business or take their existing online business efforts to an entirely new level. I totally get that. You can ignore this video if you want. But I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss the opportunity to have a profound impact in the lives of any one of you. Maybe it's you. I don't know. That you clicked on that link and you thought, hmm, you know, it, maybe you are thinking, well, I'd rather just wait until I can do the live workshop in the Next Level Studio. If that's you, reply to the email that sent you the link to this video and let me know that. And maybe I can work it out to where I will put a, a Next Level Workshop, a live version of it on the uh, on the schedule. I actually had somebody reach out and say, Cliff, I would, I definitely want to make sure that I attend your live version. I don't want to just do the online. And for that person, I negotiated with him. I said, hey, how about at this rate, which wasn't much more than the online version, I said, why don't you just come spend an entire day with me and I'll give you the online version. You see, my thing here is I wanna help people take their message, their business, their life to the next level. And I just wanted to make sure that I didn't miss an opportunity with you. Is there a reason why you clicked the link to that special offer for the online course version of the Next Level Workshop for building an online business, but didn't purchase? And I I just felt compelled to reach out to you to ask you, is there any questions I can answer? Is there anything I can do to get this information, this valuable step-by-step process, and all of the ancillary sessions that I teach it has had a radical and profound impact in people's lives. And I want to have that kind of impact in your life, in your pursuit of your online business. So please do me a favor. 
just hit reply on the email that sent you a link to this video. Let me know, hey Cliff, I was just checking out the link. I, I, I'm just a normal subscriber in your community. It's really not the thing that I'm, you know, I'm not looking to do that. And that's cool, just let me know. I'd, I'd love to connect with you that way. However, maybe you're saying, hey Cliff, I'd like to do, uh, I'd like to just be notified when you have a live version. And who knows, maybe I'll uh, either create a live version and, and put it on there and advertise it and, and see if we can't get some other folks to come. And, and if you're the only person that shows up, then we'll do it. Um, or if you're, if it's like, man, Cliff, that, you know, I, I, I just not sure that that $500 price tag, I know it's a discount, but I just not sure if it's going to help me. If that's something that you're thinking about, hit reply, let me know. I want to know if there's anything I can do to get this information, whether in the online version or through face-to-face -face interaction, I want to have a profound impact on your journey into creating a more profitable stream of income or multiple streams of income doing the work you feel most called to do in this world. So anyway, that's why you're receiving this video. Now, I have a question for you. How can I help you get access to this information? Which way would you prefer to have it? Send me an email back and let me know. I'll hope to talk to you soon. See ya. All right, so there you go. That was the video message and I created a broadcast email. The subject line is, can I ask you a quick question? And then I say, hey, in the email it says, hey, I have a really quick question for you. My question can be found in this three-minute video message, which is all text. And the this three-minute video message is a hyperlink directly to the video. And I do that because not everybody allows you to display images. But just below that is an animated GIF of the first few seconds of me waving and, and Bomb Bomb automatically puts this little band, lower third that says play three minute video with the play button and it's got a, and it's got a little mute icon and it's with the speaker thing. And it's really, I mean, it, psychologically, you will either click the button to unmute, which really you're just hitting the, the thumbnail image that's going to take you straight to the actual video there's a or you'll psychologically hit the play button which will then open the video in a separate tab so that i love and this animated gif it just jumps out at you um, and then it's and then right below the video i put in after you and it's hyperlinked view this video please hit reply and let me know what is on your mind thank you cliff all right so that's the email. I just sent that out, and it, it didn't go out to a lot of people. But you know what? It, it, this is just an opportunity. You know, of those 4,500-some-odd people, 23 people clicked, two people purchased, 21 people did not. So I just, this is an opportunity for me to find out who those 21 people are and, and what were, the, why, you know, why did they click and, and why didn't they purchase? And maybe they'll just watch that and, and not do anything, but who knows? You don't know unless you send, unless you communicate. And, and I will learn from all of this stuff. And I don't have to have massive success in all of my marketing efforts for me to feel good about my effectiveness of my business. Sometimes I'm, even I'm tempted sometimes to say, man, that did not go the way that I wanted. Man, this this happened, and oh, this didn't go the way I'd hope. And this, and there's all kinds of things that can come up along your business journey that kind of can derail your thoughts and emotions, and you're thinking, man, who am I to even being, you know, telling people how to run businesses if I'm experiencing things like this? And then I'm thinking, Wait a second. 
I'm a guy who left his insurance career <laughs> back in December 2007. I've been self-employed for, gosh, since January 1st, 2008. This is, 2000, so it's, uh, what is this, 10, 11 and a half years now. And I've remained debt-free. I make more money now than I ever did when I was an insurance agent. I completely reinvented myself, and I'm and I'm still debt-free. And I consistently maintain my standard of how much money I may make. And and quite frankly, I have way too much margin in my life. And that's some of the reasons why I just haven't been as resourceful. It's not a lack of resource, or no, it's not a lack of resources. I've just not been as resourceful, and I haven't needed to be. I've Quite frankly, I've I've got a thermostat set to where I'm acclimated financially, and and I as soon as I can hit that number, it's not, sometimes it's like okay, now I'm going to take the rest of the month off. And have you ever done that? <laughs> sometimes it's time to turn up the thermostat. Let's raise the standard on how much money we must make, and we're getting ready to do that. And uh, I'm I'm getting ready to to take the financial thing to a whole new level. But anyway, I'm I'm I refuse to see a couple of you know, getting up to bat, and oh, I can't believe I'm about ready to use a baseball analogy. I'm okay with striking out a couple times, you know, but eventually I'm going to hit a home run. Or, you know, I consider what that 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 Memorial Day email, you know, two sales, $1,000. You know, that's that's a single hit. You know, is I think that single is where I'm on first base, right? And this right here is me, this email that I just, or this little video I just created, this is me on first base, and I, I just want to see if I can st- steal my way to second, all right? Oh my gosh, did I just use, I'm using a sports analogy. Those of you who really know me just know how ridiculous it is that I'm using a sports analogy. But anyway, the thing is, is you know, I, I don't have to hit a home run all the time, and I'm, and, and I'm, I'm quite interested. I really genuinely want to learn what I can learn about these things. And I'm not, I, I sometimes I get caught up in it. Man, I have to have this elaborate sales funnel and all this stuff. And it's like, why can't I just hit record on a video and and talk normally to people? I don't have to try. As, as a matter of fact, that that email, that can I ask you a quick question, does not have a link to the sales page. It doesn't. There's no link to the sales page. There, the, there, are, th- there are three links. Two are actually text hyperlinks and one's a thumbnail link. Uh, an image that links, but all three links link you to one place, just the three-minute video. And the only call to action is after you view this, please hit reply and let me know what's on your mind. That's it. Now, that email uh, has already, uh, it's already been opened by 37.5% of the people. 12.5% have uh, have um, clicked on it. And I can tell you right now, two subscribers have clicked to watch it. So Joe McGarry and Ruben have both watched the video. All right? And so I'm hoping that Ruben and Joe will reply to me. And you know what? If they don't, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to create my next emails. They're not going to be broadcast emails. I'm going to I'm going to email Ruben from my personal, you know, Google email account and I'm going to say, "Hey Ruben, dude, why haven't I heard from you? Hey Joe, why haven't I heard from you? I'm still waiting to learn why you didn't buy. You know, maybe it's not for you, but dude, please tell me. You know, do do are we still? Matter of fact, the subject line might be still. Are we still friends? No, <laughs> were we ever? Let me know. I mean, seriously, I'm starting to get self conscious here. I don't know. It. You know, the thing is, is it's all about relationships for me, and 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 I. And it's not just about the money. Yes, 
the the desire to generate some extra income and and to to get live up to the the standards of how much money I must make throughout June was that the initiation of of me making taking some of these actions yes is it the sole motivation no it's just like man this what what a great thing to have this financial need currently to 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 motivate me to maybe work a couple extra hours today than I normally would and to take some actions that's going to have a profound impact in people's lives. I'm glad that I had, uh, you know, these, sometimes I'm glad I have, I put myself into these little mini financial crises that cause me to do things that are gonna impact people's lives in a positive way, which growth and contribution are my two highest values in life. And sometimes I like, well, man, once my financial needs are met, then I just go out and I enjoy the margin I have in life. And and I'm like, wait a second. By the way, which is fulfilling and I enjoy doing that and I don't feel guilty for doing that. But but man, sometimes it it you know, it's like I, I need that extra leverage to to remind myself to get out there and do some things. And it's like, oh man, this is what it feels like to contribute again and and to to really go out of my way to make sure people aren't missing an opportunity that I want to give. And there are other things that I'm doing, comments via Facebook, uh, commenting on other people on social media and stuff like that. But I just wanted to share this with you. This, These are the things that are going through my mind. This is a little audio journal behind the scenes. I wanted to share with you just a little update about that. I've got some other things that I'm working on, but uh, I'll save those for future updates of the audio journal. I've got some other things I need to get accomplished today, but I definitely want to give you guys another behind the scenes look into what's going on in the business efforts here and I hope that this was of some value to you. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Well, there you go, my friends. That's what it's like if you're a subscriber to The Audio Journal. Now, I gotta tell you, since I started this in November, as I said, there's already 64 episodes of The Audio Journal. There's always a new episode at least once per week, and there's often multiple episodes per week. And the cool thing is, is I try to make sure that I keep each episode focused on a particular topic. So for example, one may be very much health and fitness related, or one may be one of those, I'm just out for a walk and I'm just going to do what's called a brain dump. I'm just gonna just, I've got so many things that are running through my head, I have no outline, I have no idea, but I'm out for a walk and here's what I'm thinking today. And if you like that kind of content, listen to this episode, and if you don't, skip this one, move on to the next. Now, some of you may recall, back on, I'm gonna go to mindsetanswerman.com real quick, click on podcast, and I need to scroll down through the archives because a little while ago, I shared a podcast episode called It's Confession Time. Episode 595, and quite frankly, episode 595 is very reminiscent of what the audio journal is like as well. So episode 595 was one of those Cliff Ravenscraft coming to you here, and I just gotta tell you, this is what's going on in my life, and this is what's been, you know, these are the things that I'm feeling, and um, man, here's something that I'm totally embarrassed about the fact that I've experienced in my life. And if you haven't heard episode 595, go back and check out 595. It's a, I think, an extremely powerful episode. It's one where I expressed that, man, I just had a massive failure in my life, something that I said would never happened, and I made a huge point about it, 
it's happened. And and the thing is, is that I said I'd never be over 200 pounds again in my life. And I think when I recorded that episode, I was just over 220 pounds. And I'm like, man, and and, and I was on the, on the way going up. And I'm like, I, and here's what I've learned about why this is. Here's what I'm, I, I know I'm going to t- do things to turn around. But for me, I need to let you know how this has been impacting my mind, how it's been impacting the content that I create. And quite frankly, I just need to get this off my chest. I'm gonna move forward and I'm gonna, and just watch me because I promise you this, I'm going to learn from this experience. And that was episode 595, it's confession time. All right, now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read to you an email from Michael Hyatt. Michael Hyatt, my great friend, listened to that episode and he wrote to me a personal email and I'm gonna see if I can find it here for you. Okay, it's right here. He sent this to me on Saturday, April 27th, right after that episode was published. He said, uh, this email subject line was, your confession, a thought, all right? And so this is what Michael Hyatt wrote. He says, hey Cliff, I hope you are well. I pray for you and Stephanie daily. I listened to episode 595 titled, It's Confession Time, this morning. I loved it and really appreciated your transparency. However, one of the things I kept thinking as I was listening is that you and Stephanie need to try keto. My trainer, nutritionist, and functional medicine doctor all agree. Exercise is about 20% of weight control. The other 80% is what you eat. So don't get me wrong, I hate diets, but keto is not really a diet, it's a lifestyle. Gail and I have both found it incredibly easy and effective. I have never had more energy, clearer thinking, or better physical results. I didn't realize I had brain fog until I got on keto and experienced the difference. We've been doing keto now for nine months. I lost 25 pounds within the first three months, achieving my ideal weight of 170 pounds. I've held steady since then with only a minor two to three pound fluctuations. We work out five days a week for an hour. I do three days of strength training and two days of cardio. I don't do this for weight control. Keto takes care of that. I do it for strength, endurance, flexibility, and balance. I wrote a brief blog post that you might find helpful. It's called The Beginner's Guide to Keto. You might want to think about trying keto as a 30-day experiment. I have had numerous of my coaching clients try it with dramatic results. I hope this is helpful. If not, just archive it and forget it. Warm regards, Michael. All right, so let me just tell you this. Michael Hyatt has had a profound impact and influence in my life in so many of areas of my life. And when I get an email from Michael Hyatt, I take it seriously. Now, he wrote that email to me on April 27th at 6.37 p.m. I re- read it right after it came in. Now, the thing is, is I didn't respond to him until three days later on April 30th at 6.08 p.m. And the reason why is because I took a lot of time to carefully weigh his words, I read his article, I I wanted to think about and pray about just how I felt about this recommendation to try keto, and here's what I wrote three days later. Michael, I'm doing extremely well, especially since publishing the It's Confession Time podcast episode. I sincerely appreciate the fact that Stephanie and I remain in your thoughts and prayers, knowing that means a great deal to me, and I value this fact so much. Thank you. 
I really appreciate your encouragement to give keto a wholehearted attempt. I've certainly learned a great deal about the benefits of keto and have been inspired by your own journey with it. I had read your blog post about keto when it first came out, and I even purchased a book or two based upon the subject. At the time, I never fully implemented the keto diet as I didn't feel like I needed it at the time. I had successfully gone from 272 pounds in November of 2014 all the way down to 181 pounds by September 2018. I do know that keto works because there are several times during my journey that my body was in a ketosis state. I had attempted a bit of intermittent fasting and limiting the number of carbs to the point where it was almost as if I were on the ketogenic diet. The only thing is is that I was not committed to the full keto lifestyle and I had gone from 200 down to 181 without being fully devoted to keto. It's just that my dietary intake of foods closely resembled what those who were on a keto diet would eat but just not with as many restrictions in the number of carbs that I intake on a daily basis. And it was working perfectly for me. Had I not changed my habits, I would have continued to lose weight and would have achieved my overall goal of getting down to the 160s or 170s. It wasn't the long cardio workouts that were causing me to drop all the weight. It was my very keto-like food intake and tracking the calories that caused my weight to go down. I know this because I have seen my weight go up and still I've maintained the same commitment to working out six days a week every week. My weight gain came as a result of drifting and when it came to shifting my focus off of healthy eating. After Free the Dream 2018, there was a significant financial hole that I needed to dig myself out of. And as a result of my intense focus there, I found myself slipping back into some of the old emotional habits of eating. I was back to eating Five Guys burger and fries and other poor meal choices with high caloric intake that caused me to give up tracking what I was eating and the thought that I'd just get back to tracking the next day, only to simply find myself reliving that routine and that pattern over and over again. My feeling is that had I used the keto diet to get to 181, I would have still experienced the same outcome as far as weight gain over the last several months due to my shift in focus and allowing myself to relax my eating habits. I am taking what I learned from this experience and going public with it has certainly helped me to gain some much needed leverage in this area of my mindset. And I'm back to having a heavy focus on eating for energy management and not emotional management. I will continue to track my results and see where I end up. I will definitely keep your recommendation of the keto diet in mind as I progress and if I find my current program lacking in results. I'm not opposed to going keto. I simply haven't yet felt compelled internally to go all in with keto yet. Your personal email here certainly helps tilt the scale toward that option, but I'm still not there yet. I do sincerely appreciate your email and your recommendation. It means more to me than you realize. I so appreciate hearing from you and the prayers from myself and Stephanie. Thank you, Cliff. All right, so that was on April 30th. (laughs) I sent that email. Now, the thing is, is of course, I told Stephanie about the email and the exchange and on our way to the gym one day, she's like, well, maybe we should try keto. We've been talking about it. And I'm like, dude, if you're in, if you're in for trying keto, then I'm in for trying keto. And, and it was Michael's initial email that got me to thinking about it. And then, of course, I brought it up to Stephanie. 
And it was Stephanie's the Stephanie is the one who said, "Hey, well, maybe we should." So it was actually April thirtieth was when I wrote that email back and said, nah, "I'm not yet there." All right, but less than one week later, it was actually May sixth of this year, two thousand nineteen, that Stephanie says, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's go all in. Thirty days, just like Michael said. Send me the link to his blog. I'll read it. Let's do this." Well. <laughs> That was the day my life changed once again, thanks to Michael Hyatt. The interesting thing is, through the audio journal, I've been documenting. I've now been on the keto lifestyle. As a matter of fact, it started out as a 30-day trial, just like Michael suggested. Then through some research, we decided to extend it to six weeks just because we wanted to make sure we got all of the full benefits of being completely what they call fat adapted to the keto lifestyle before we made a, a final decision whether to stick with it long term and it's been a it's been a great journey it was gosh there is a huge learning curve in the first few weeks so many things have changed in my life as a result of actually being in a ketogenic state in my internal body since may well actually i would say probably since may 8th or 9th. But anyway, I've the ketogenic diet got me to completely eliminate a lifelong fear of needles. So many things have changed in my life and in my just overall health and it's not weight because I could lose the weight with or without the keto diet. There's no question in my mind. I'm absolutely certain that it, that it, so when I think about the ketogenic diet and what I've experienced, which I've experienced a lot of weight loss, and yes it is a ton easier than it ever was before. But I could have done it the other way. I could have done it the hard way, and I don't need easy, I just need worth it. And so all of that stuff. But I got to tell you, I am so thankful to be to tell you that I I have now completed more than 31 days. I'm actually on my 32nd day of the ketogenic lifestyle. It is no longer a 30-day commitment. It's no longer a six-week commitment. I've now con- I am committed to being on the keto diet as a lifelong commitment. And I've researched enough to convince me of that value. And here's the interesting thing. This is stuff that, quite frankly, this is about me. It's my. It's not business. It's not my. Well, actually, it is a lot of mindset. Uh, and it, and by the way, my health and fitness definitely impacts my business. But this is the kind of content that I used to occasionally share. I would share quite a bit about my personal eating habits and my personal workout habits. And I would bring that to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. And I think it's a. I think it's still valuable to bring it here to the Cliff Ravenscraft show occasionally like I'm doing right now. But what you're getting in this episode, what you got back in episode 595, it's confession time. That's every episode of the audio journal. And not only that, but if you are interested in learning about my experiences, what what has it been like for me for 31, the first 31 days of being in a, in a ketogenic lifestyle, this keto diet, what is it? All of that's answered. There are, of the 64 episodes of the Audio Journal podcast, 11 of them are keto updates. So like the episode will say, uh, episode number such and such, keto update number one. Then there's a couple other behind the scenes and there's keto update number two. And there's, so far, I just published yesterday, keto update number 11, one month later. 
But in between those 11 keto update episodes of the Audio Journal, there's a lot of other behind-the-scenes updates. There's a lot of business updates. There's a lot of, hey, here's what's going on in my mind updates. Here's a, here's a behind-the-scenes look at what Stephanie and I are up to, and here's some personal stuff. The Audio Journal is a ton of behind-the-scenes. It's extra bonus content. And every episode is very much like this. It's very much like episode 595. It's very much like all those episodes I used to do all the time. And I still will bring here in the Cliff Ravenscraft show occasionally in these once a week updates that I bring to you in the Cliff Ravenscraft show. But in the audio journal, you get at least one episode of the audio journal every single week but you get a ton of extra content as well during certain seasons when I might record two, three, four episodes in a week. And because I know that just not every member of the public will hear it, it's not gonna, it will never be somebody's first impression of who Cliff Ravenscraft is. You know, in an episode of the Audio Journal, it's really the only people who are ever gonna sign up and pay $10 a month are people who know who I am. They come to know, like, and trust me and say, I want more of, of that. If that's you, I want to encourage you to subscribe to the audio journal. Yes, I'm creating this episode to promote the audio journal. And for no other reason, I, I, I'll just throw this one other thing out there. Let's put it this way. If you've been listening to me for years and you really enjoy the content that I produce here in my audio podcast, maybe you follow my vlog on YouTube and you enjoy those videos. Maybe you get my email updates and they brighten your week and help you think about things in a whole new way and your life is improved in some way. And maybe you, you hear me talk about the Next Level Mastermind or you hear me talk about Free the Dream conferences and you hear me talk about all these other products and services that I have and you say, man, I wish I could afford those, but I, I'm just not at a place right now I can do that. If you've ever thought, man, I, I wish there was a way that I could just say thank you for all the ways that Cliff has benefited my life and here's my show of support, a $10 contribution on Patreon would communicate a great deal to me, and it would allow me to share even more with you if you're interested. And so, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense for me to sit here on Thursday, June 6th, and create an entire episode to tell you about the value of the Audio Journal podcast and the opportunity for you to say, Cliff, I want to see you continue to create a ton of extremely valuable free content and here's my $10 to contribute to what you do in this world. And, and, and yeah, I'd love to kind of get the behind-the-scenes look of what did you experience during the first 30 days of your keto lifestyle? I'd love to hear more about some of the things that you're doing to generate extra income, to always maintain what it is that you must make to, to maintain the lifestyle that you call, feel called to live in this world and to stay in integrity with your desire to be debt-free. I'd love to hear the, the decisions that you take, and I'd like to hear the big big, exciting things that you do that, man, that was that, that worked so much better than I ever dreamed possible. And then I'd love to hear, just like you shared in this episode today on episode 64 of the Audio Journal that you shared with us in episode 601 of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, I'd love to hear when you send out emails to 4,500 people and you only made two sales. And I'd love to hear how you process that mentally and how that doesn't derail you emotionally. I want more of that, Cliff. That's what you get in the audio journal. My friends, go subscribe today. MindsetAnswerMan.com slash audio journal. Let me know that you're out there, that you are a true fan of the content that I'm creating. I would be overjoyed. I would be ecstatic 
to see you pop in as a brand new subscriber of the Audio Journal via Patreon. You And by the way, the cool thing is, is whatever your favorite podcasting app is, most of them allow you to subscribe to a podcast feed via a URL, and I give you video instructions exactly how to do that. Step-by-step video instructions, and you can get this. The Audio Journal episodes will come into your Apple Podcasts app, your overcast podcasting app your pocket cast podcasting app or whatever there are instructions on how you can get this content delivered there and and some people just choose to use the patreon app but anyway that that's that's it i did i really just do an entire podcast episode promoting a ten dollar a month product yeah i did guys i i feel good about it and i feel good about you And I thank you so much for each and every one of you, and especially those of you who have a tolerance of only 15 to 20 minutes worth of content in your regular podcast consumption. But man, you you always listen to my content in full and and you enjoy it. It it warms my heart to know that you guys enjoy this content. And let me tell you, I, I desperately desire to create more than one audio podcast episode per week, but I know it would kill the number of subscribers to this podcast, and that's why I created the audio journal. And in the audio journal, you get you still will get the real, you get the true, you get the authentic Cliff Ravenscraft here, but you get so much more in the audio journal. MindsetAnswerMan.com slash audio journal. Head over to Patreon, sign up today, $10 a month, and I promise you, you will get a... M- 10, 100, or even a 1,000 times the value for your $10 a month investment. I promise you. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Mindset and man.